Hello, Happy New Year. Welcome to 2023. And thank you for downloading and listening in and tuning in to Healthy-ish, the perfect way to kickstart your new year. This is your podcast from Body and Soul, and I'm your host, Felicity Harley. Oh, we have got a super exciting year planned for you. And this month, in particular, we're filling your ears with lots of inspiring guests. Yoga and meditation teacher, Caitlin Caddy, joins us from Byron via Zoom. Now, she has a great new book out. It is called The Hope Dealer. Actually, it's not just great. It's beautiful and inspiring. It, as I said, is called The Hope Dealer. And she is here to talk about tuning into your inner guidance to determine your outlook for 2023. Now, if you like what you hear from Caitlin, she's up on Extra Healthy-ish, sharing more of her wisdom. You can search for that wherever you get your podcasts. Caitlin, welcome to Healthish and well, Happy New Year. Oh, thank you. Same to you. So glad to be here with you. Now, let's. Let, I'm, I'm looking forward to an uplifting chat about inspiration and hope. I mean, those words just already uplift, don't they? Talk to me about the importance of particularly hope in life. Yeah, well, the origin, one of the origins of the word hope actually comes from an old English word, Hopa and the translation or the the definition of it is confidence in the future. And so I think that the role of hope is to give us confidence in the future. And it's, I really think of it as a form of inspiration. So it's sort of has this dual role of inspiring us, but also inviting us to trust in ourselves and in life. And I think that our highest hopes are always really rooted in a longing for positive change and a belief that change is possible. And when we think about inspiration in particular, you know, inspiration is really what motivates us to create everything, right? It's what inspires us to create works of art or to write things or to make a beautiful meal or to create change within ourselves and around the world. So I think it's, it's something that we just can't undervalue, but something that we often don't really pay a lot of attention to in our lives. So how how can we pay more attention to it? I mean, you're absolutely right. I think it's something that propels us forward in many ways. So how can we better tune into this inner guidance, I think you've also called it in the book, to determine, you know, our goals and what not even if we don't do goals, like what we want to achieve out of the next year? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think one one important thing is to just consider your input. So if you are feeding yourself a diet of sort of negativity, right? By just checking news feeds and social media and that kind of thing, um, that is going to have the opposite effect of of something inspiring and hopeful. So it can be really helpful to replace some of that uh, morning scrolling with a little dose of inspiration. So starting your day with a little bit of intention, whether that is some stillness and silence. So even just five minutes of meditation every day is enough to have a positive impact. And and that's a great way to, to really tune into that inner guidance, because if we don't get quiet, we can't hear it. So I think it's also important to point out that you don't need to go it alone. So guided meditations offer a really wonderful way to learn to meditate or learn new techniques. And particularly as women, I think it's a real gift to let ourselves be guided and have someone else hold space for us in a way. And that can make it less of a chore and more of a sort of self-care moment to begin our day with, um, with, 
yeah, positivity and letting someone else sort of do the work for us. Um, I also think that, you know, journaling is an amazing way to, uh, you know, to top off that meditation practice. And lastly, to give yourself, you know, the time to, to journal about what your goals are or what your, what your guidance, what the guidance is that you're receiving is, is really important. Now let's talk about your book. What, what's your, what's something, a daily musing from your book that you are going to apply to this upcoming year that's making you feel inspired and hopeful and, and just ready to give it your best shot? I think the, the musing that is really speaking to me is just about pleasure. So there's a piece in the book, more pleasure, more treasure. And I know for a lot of us, you know, we are used to finding the silver lining and challenging things. And that is certainly a theme that is woven into, into the hope dealer, but pain is not our only teacher and pleasure is, you know, such has such value for us. So I, I think I say in the book that pain teaches us how to survive and pleasure shows us how to thrive. So I think giving ourselves permission to experience pleasure and to have pockets of pleasure in our everyday without feeling the need that we have to earn it is such a gift. And it is something that's so restorative and also has so much to teach us about, you know, what we love doing and what our gifts are and how we can be, you know, of service in the world as well. What brings you pleasure? Well, right now I've gotten really into gardening. I don't know if this is something that happens like the moment that you turn 40, that suddenly <laughs> you start looking at seed catalogs, but we moved house earlier this year and there was a beautiful established garden and I've really enjoyed tending to that and making it my own. And so I have probably about 12 rose bushes now between what was here and what I planted. Oh, and, oh it's magic. And they're so easy to grow actually. So it's, it's something that I just find so satisfying. There's something very, you know, you feel very smug when you go and cut roses off of your own bushes and bring them into the house. Oh, you're and, allowed to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and their scent, it's one of those things that, um, you know, I put them on my nightstand. And so when I fall asleep at night, and when I wake up in the morning, it just, it carries me back to that, you know, that moment of being outside in the garden, in the sun. And it's, it's just a delight. Oh, I love that story. Now, just back to being a hope dealer, there's, you know, so much going on in the world right now. I think many of us are feeling the pressures of whether it be, you know, mortgage payments or what's happening in Ukraine or what's going on in the US. How can we stay hopeful when the rest of the world feels so cloudy? Yeah, it's such an important question. And I think that it's important to become conscious of the inputs. I sort of touched on that earlier, but you know, many of us are so conscious of the quality of the food that we're eating and how that makes us feel, but we're paying less attention to the quality of our emotional and visual and auditory inputs. So, you know, when we're thinking about the lack of hope in the world, I think it's important to acknowledge that, you know, anxiety is a hungry beast and that there are a lot of you know media outlets that are really capitalizing on the negativity bias that humans have so it can be important to reclaim a sense of agency about you know where your attention is going because you know negativity bias is being leveraged and really abused by a lot of these technology companies so if you want to live a life with you know, a deeper sense of purpose and positivity than starting your day um, intentionally and choosing wh what those inputs are goes a long way because 
where your attention goes, energy flows, right? I think another thing that can be really helpful to focus on in this time where a lot of us are trying to sort of reboot and um, reconnect with a sense of positivity is a simple gratitude ritual every day. So just noticing how much you have to be grateful for. It's natural for us to pay attention to what's not working. And it's therefore even more important to refocus our attention on, you know, what is going well in our days. And it does, you know, have a scientific backing in terms of, you know, a regular gratitude practice can really help you feel happier and um, rewire the brain so that you feel happier in general. And you are, it can become kind of gameful where you're looking for the good things. You're sort of joy spotting. Um, and on the note of joy, I think, you know, not to, not to forget about joy and pleasure and delight and being playful. There is so much value and power in all of these things. And they've been so undervalued by our culture that I think it's a really great time to reclaim, reclaim all of those things. Yeah, absolutely. Caitlin, thank you for coming on Healthy Ish. My pleasure. If you do want to become a hope dealer, grab Caitlin's new book. It is called The Hope Dealer and it is out now. If you want more from us, you know where to go. There are plenty of other episodes of Healthyish or Extra Healthyish to kickstart your new year. You can log on to bodyandsoul.com.au or join the conversation via Body and Soul on Instagram, Facebook or TikTok. Thank you so much for listening in. And if you have a moment, we would love it if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And until tomorrow, enjoy your new year. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.